Let's just be wild and free, baby. I don't know why I wanted to add that in there at the very beginning, but it's just, I don't know. Seems to get me in a upbeat. Are you really calling me, really? On my own show, you're going to call me a son of a bitch, huh? Thanks a lot. Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back. Inside the Sound. This is Michael. And this is Ryan. You need to clear your throat there, bro? We could, we could barely hear you there. Are you all right? You sound like you're just dying there. This is Ryan. Are you going to survive, bro? I don't know what you're talking about. As usual. Do you want to keep the microphone like a fist away from your face? They're like a fist away from your face. Can you speak you directly a, into the microphone? You have a propensity to, to cut certain clips out of the show. Cut certain clips? Yeah. What, am I the audio mastermind, apparently, of the show? Am I the guy that apparently knows everything? Am I, am I the pro- professional? Pro- the, ones that, the ones that incriminate you somehow find themselves on the cutting room floor. What on earth are you even talking about? That's so bullcrap. Lies and propaganda, man. Oh, I love saying lies and propaganda. It's one of my favorite little phrases. But it's all you do. So welcome back, everybody. We, we, uh, we've been having a couple of solid little, uh, little episodes. I really feel like we've, we've pushed the genre forward pretty far. I mean, podcasting in general, I don't think is ever going to be the same after you and me, dude. Also, reality is not going to be the same. No, that's definitely because true. Because we got a ticket to the boarding party. Ticket to the boarding party? To the boarding party. What do you mean by the boarding party? What, what boarding party? Where's the party? Let's go. There's, there's one place that you want to go for a good time. Where? Like Vegas or Where L.A.? Your eyes can be open to new knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Untold what? knowledge and, and stores of wonder. I heard wonder. that it's only an hour and a half flight. Is what I was told to, but you have to board a special From boarding time, a special vessel. Like there's a special vessel or vessel that, uh, mm. um, well, uh, yeah. Now boarding the Starship Club. Welcome to the Starship Collab. Wisdom and blessings untold await you. How many times does that freaking vessel have to beam up, man? That thing's slow. Why is, Colab, why is the Starship Collab so dang slow, well, man? That's uh, what I want you, to know. me, Where's the hyperdrive? Uh, Joe over there just uh, Joe were beamed up to the spaceship. Do we got a new guy in the, in the, in the, on the team? Do we, do we have a newbie, like a new hire? His name is Joe. Is that the? 
What oh, is yeah, his Joe. name? What is that other dude that just beamed up with us? Who is, I don't know. Who is that guy? Joe Schmuck, Joe, Joe, Joe Schmo, Joe. Some yeah, basic Joe. I don't know. Average I don't know. Joe. I don't know. Who is this average Joe that everyone keeps speaking about? Why is he so famous? You know, how come, what is the marketing? Why is the average, how does Joe have all this marketing, right? He's just average, average Joe. And yet he's famous. Like, how does that? And yet that guy has such a great word of mouth. That guy has a great big following. I mean, I'm sure he's got a cent in advertising. Not a dang cent, right? Oh my God. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So uh, how much did the, did the uh, Starship collab, uh, how much did it, did it cost you to get on that, <laughs> that ride, that crazy? Uh, well, 10% of uh, oh, my yeah. entire life's uh, time and income, and it costs... Uh, for one ticket. Yeah, for one ticket. But the thing is, you don't get to pick your seat, and you get crammed in there. It's kind of like Southwest, where it's a free-for-all on the Starship uh, collab. I don't know. You and that... Well, we really found Ryan's favorite button... Because that's that. Listen, producer Ryan, that seems to be the. Uh, you know what, dude? You, sometimes you, I wonder if that was the appropriate noise. But you know, when you want to get going uh, before you kick off something awesome, before you kick out something awesome, huh? is that a? <laughs> What's awesome? <laughs> what are we gonna kick off? What are we gonna, let's kick it out. Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to laugh away from the mic. You laughed in the mic. Everyone heard oh, it. So man. it's proof. It's proof that I make you laugh the bit, all the time. The bit is just to act like he's not laughing hysterically. Everything I do, which I is was, such I was, utter bullcrap. I was laughing at myself though. That's I'm like the funniest about. friend you have. Number one. Number two. You're welcome. And number three. Uh, it's fine. You can keep being your silly self, and and eventually, when we put a video camera in this place, you won't be able to hide the laughter. And the That's a good one. Can I get a good one? That's pretty good. Now, that really gets me going, man. Should we start off with one of those? What? Or one of these? Board the starship with with what? That? Dude, I'm so ready to board the starship. Let's go. Let's go check out the galaxy, man. I want to go fly away. Let's do it. I think I turned the volume off on that one. I want to get away. I want to fly away. All right now. There you go. Or is it an all right? All right now. Which is better there? I, the all right now kind of does it for me, dude. That, that really just like, that really right there just makes my whole fucking day. Like, excuse me, my, my so terrible language the, is cussing. Mm-hmm. Why do I have to apologize for the, cussing uh, on my own show? It's so weird. Do you prefer the, the Dio? Rest in peace, my metal brother. Rest in peace. Do you, do you like the... Or the all right now. The, um, what, what is better to get going? I'm, I'm kind of in the all right now vibe, but nothing wrong with the... That's just... All right now. All right now. Yeah, that, that, yeah. All right. A good all right now is that... <laughs> It's, it's one step above a. Do mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm having so much fun right now. I don't even know why. Why is all right now? Give me all like. Why am I in such a good mood all this? All right now. Man, how is it? How can you be in a bad mood when you hear that? All right now. I can you not like? <clears throat> I'm butchering poor. The poor. All right. No, I can't do it. I can't the do deal it. Thing's all pretty right good, now. Though. The deal. The deal. One I was doing better on, frankly, but. But all right now really gets me all right. Didn't um, didn't Scott Weiland have one of those too? Scott Weiland? 
Like the, this is a song called Plush Acoustic. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember when we saw, um, yeah, we saw, it was STP, and we saw them at the, was it Amphitheater? Where did we see them? Ava? Yeah, Ava And uh, yeah, that was toward the end uh, before he he obviously passed. And uh, yeah, he did sort of break it down and talk about a song. It was like... uh, global impact that Plush had had. Yeah, and at the time, it was like a little bit, it came off as a little cocky, like really, man? But he's a rock star, obviously. Rest in peace, as well, Scott. Um, but then he, they played the song, and it was a like it was such a great song. I was like, you win. You're right. It is a global impact. I think it was something like, this next song is a song called Plush. It's been heard all over the world and had a startling impact and uh, it just went on and uh, how long was that he like went on for a couple minutes he, or... he waxed a little philosophical there yeah I mean, he may have been he was waxing somewhere but it was a great show man i mean despite the he got a little upset because somebody threw actually, a beer I, at him or something i have no issue with him doing that no i don't either i, I think it's I great it, actually it led up to the song and i was fine with it no i, I mean they they kicked kicked ass i mean their show is i only had one one gripe about that show what the guy the idiot that threw the beard at him got him all pissed off that well yeah that that dude goes without saying but it was the guy behind us not actually though from the moment the show started Mm -hmm. in between every song you heard I totally forgot about that. He was like hammered and he... I totally forgot about this guy. He desperately wanted to hear that song. I am smelling like the rose and somebody gave me on my birthday deathbed. You sang it in pitch. He was hammered. I am smelling like the rose that somebody gave me on dead and bloated. It was was completely out of tune and he was hammered and he thought by if he sang... He was hoping for the song. They never play that song. He thought he would summon that song by... That's a very old song too in their ca- in their catalog they so did it's like, play it though did they really play it yeah, I remember but it. the problem was it was like eight songs in so I had to hear that like eight times <laughs> that was I the problem I forgot about this guy I forgot about the smell I like mean, the roses guy he was having a good time I'll, I'll tip yeah, my hat to that tip my hat to that but it's rock and roll nothing wrong with a little bit of a little bit of rock and roll heckling you can't handle the rock and roll hecklers you definitely can handle the stand up comedian hecklers I'm not sure that he understood the fact that they have a set list like it was already predetermined when that song was going to be played. Hey, play Freebird. <laughs> Freebird's not on the set list, man. You can you can just mm-hmm. you can shut the hell up with that Freebird nonsense. This is a song called Blush. He was so serious when he. Yeah, he did. He did give his little intro all seriously. Rest in peace, Scott. Man, what a what what happened was what a legend. I don't know if it was during that song or. Um, a subsequent song, but he decided to walk out into the crowd and sing and kind of yeah. The that's when he got beard. Someone dumped a beer on him. Yeah, yeah, that's when he got beard because like God forbid the guy tries to like make a connection with the crowd and some right. moron has to like I'm gonna be dumb. <laughs> I'm gonna pour a beer on the on the guy doing the show that I paid this money to go to because I think it's funny and putting beer on people. <laughs> like really, man, you I can understand just... why he was upset about that. Yeah, little. 
I was upset about it. I'm like, I'm about to punch somebody for Scott Weiland <laughs> like, and get on stage. Rest in peace. And then I'll sing a song. Rock, I am smelling like the rose at somebody. Okay, anyway. I did. They didn't miss a note, and he didn't miss a note that night. No, they sounded, sounded like the recordings. Fantastic. They, it sounded absolutely fantastic. Later on, after that show, I saw some later recordings of him. Remember when he was doing like that solo album when he left STP and he was out of Velvet? And he was just doing his own sort of thing. And there was like video of him performing and he was just like messed up, like messed up, messed up, like drug wise or something or whatever, emotionally or whatever. I mean, it's all probably the same thing. And it's, it's something that doesn't just happen to rock stars. I actually saw a clip of a podcast. Podcast? And like about halfway through an interview, the guy was doubling over because he was like high on pills and, and cannabis pills. and yeah. That, that podcast guy, did he ever recover or did he just crash and burn like a pathetic? <laughs> like a, I don't know. I don't even I don't, know the name. I don't know. The, yeah, it's not a famous. That I saw. Certainly not a worldwide famous podcast that's that uh, has followers from all over the world and you know it's reached thousands and thousands of people all over the world. And he's yeah, Try apparently some people get uh, super loaded for their episodes, which some some jerks. But I'm I'm like like we don't we're not I'm into match today, bro. We're not into yeah, that. No, I'm, well, caffeine. I'm into caffeine. Is that wrong that I'm into caffeine, Ryan? Is that it's not a? I think everyone is. Will that prevent me from getting on the spaceship to fly away? I don't is know. That, okay, you caffeine might me. do it. I hear caffeine's bad for you. Well, the good thing is Sinful. that clip is not going to be played excessively. <laughs> Just look for the mobile. You put commercials now. You put commercials on our show for somebody else because you won't pay for a freaking whatever YouTube or Spotify, or whatever subscription. I love talking crap That'll about you there. Your commercial play, your commercial faux pas of uh, playing the wrong clip. I keep trying to do, to get the commercials on air and you cut them. <laughs> I cut him, he says. Well, we could... Uh, They're reputable companies. One of us could be like Mr. Moneybags and pay for a whatever thing, subscription to whatever thing to get the... We could come up you know, with all different kinds of ways to, to make noises. Thanks for pulling back the curtain on The Wizard of Oz and leaving no mystery for people, by that, the way. That stings a little bit when you accuse me of pulling the curtain back on The Wizard. What are we... What are we so are we... Are we uh, are we charlatans Smoke like the mirrors. Wizard of Oz? Smoke and mirrors. I think the difference between us and the Wizard of Oz is we're actual wizards and we're not charlatans because uh, we can we can rock. I mean, guys like Don't us. Don't look back here. Rock guys like us, you know? Guys like us can. Guys like us that play rock and roll. Right, guys like us that plays rock and roll. I and mean, we got, you know, we got a little, little magic. A little magic trick. A yeah. magic trick. Yeah. Delivering. Delivering these uh, <clears throat> on-the-spot nonsensical... <laughs> Pieces of content. I do think on the spot nonsense is definitely going to make it onto a t-shirt, dude. That's basically the show right there. Like you could sum up the whole show on the spot nonsense. That's that's inside the sound, right? To the T. So people have. Oh well, actually, you know, we wanted to get people involved. How we talked about that. People involved. Last week we tried to reach into the mailbag, and you had uh, extreme difficulty with that. There was a password issue, I think. But I actually, I pulled up one of the... Uh, no. Really? Yeah, it was actually, I, I found one that was specifically directed at you <laughs> from, from last week. 
Are you up to answer a random uh, question from a listener? Was this a random list, a beautiful listener that that actually like took the time out yeah, of their I'm day? Gonna, I'm gonna find. They it took here. the time out of their day to respond to us, the show, well, like to the, you, to you, to me personally. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool, man. That's that's pretty awesome. Good to hear. So this late on me. Here we go. This, um, you know, since are you supposed to ask people if you? Uh, this is from a listener. I don't want to say the name on air. Are you ready? Is it a a, a, a lady listener or a dude listener? So it a picture of lady voice be, or a dude voice. It's a guy. It's a okay. It's so a this, dude. This is yeah. a dude. Not, not that it matters. I'm just genuinely curious. So in my mind, I want to picture like a dude. Mister X. How about that? All right, Mister X. So, the, are you ready for this? I'm not sure. Am I, was I, I mean, was I born ready? I, I'm, I'm ready. Okay, Michael, this is for you. Oh, boy. Le- Interesting that he called me Michael, not MJ, yeah. by the way. Last week, you mentioned the interesting fact that you communicate with random birds. <laughs> Have you always what done this? And do passersby typically take notice? So there's this bird that hangs out at this uh, certain spot where I hang out a lot. And uh, he's super like, he's calling for a mate or something. Like he's, he's like, he's like all over the place. He's like, and so what I'll do is I will respond back to him in kind. And what he does is he decides to talk the heck over me. So he's like, He's like, on and on and on. And, yak, 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 yak. and then I'll wait, try to get a beat in. Just try to get a fucking, like one little edge. I keep cussing. What's wrong with me? Why am I cussing? I feel so embarrassed when I cuss. You, um, um, you ask yourself why you apologized. And you just <laughs> did it again. I just did it again. You're it's my allowed, own show. You're allowed it's to our show. whatever you want. I'm, it's our show. It's literally on a pot. It's the internet. I can say what right, I want. You can say whatever you it's want. It's the internet. Yeah. This, is not, this is not prime time. It feels like this is prime time, though, because we're prime time. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're primed. For the time, but anyway, back to the question about the caller and the first off, Mister X, thank you for um, for yeah, that, I mean, just really made my day that you're that you're asking about birds because I love nature, and uh, I actually have a bird story. You didn't answer the question. What was the question? How long have you been doing that? And do passersby take notice of that? I don't. I'm, I'm uncomfortable answering this question. Fine, fine, I'll answer the question. I've been doing it as long as I can remember, and uh, yes, I have been noticed. Some people think I'm crazy. Yeah. But I do talk to birds. I do talk to nat- nature. I do. I do. Uh, I have a thing for nature. And I, I like uh, the birds and the cactus Sometimes and the trees. You, um, you got to be careful out. Th- you might get prickled if you get too prickled? close. Prickled? That could uh, happen. When you're out there in the desert, you know. Prickle. Um Yeah, I. I uh, prickled. You might get prickled. With with the cactus, but no, man. I, I people have noticed. That I I do tend to. I'm like a bird myself because I just need to make noise. Like that that rude bird that I was just talking about. This other bird that I was mentioning in my little story. Um, some birds are like that, and I'm like that too. Where I need to make noise, so I will just play my guitar. You can, it's not like you can stop me. I'll keep doing it. It's kind of one how I'm wired. Just like a bird has to sing. Some birds sounded like it was scatting the way that you do that scat 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 do that do that what, what scatting the bird yeah the bird the bird was just basically like going on a little bird rant like really getting the thing is though he he okay it's not that he isn't good he's a great little bird singer don't get me wrong Mr Bird uh, but the problem is it's just he doesn't know when to shut up like he's not really good with the the, the dynamic silence like the kind of like the pause and the wait for the response. 
I stepped all over my mirror. Like that. It's like that, you know? No one when to not step all over yourself. Anyway, um, but I have more. Okay, so here's the thing. You know how, um, you know how like some people condescendingly refer to that thing that guys do when they have long hair and they put it up, they call it a man bun? I have heard about that, yeah. Okay. It's a bit of a condescending. It's, it's always the young ladies, they love to tease guys about having long hair because it seems like these days, I don't know if you agree with me, but the style tends to be with ladies. A lot of them have the shorter hair these days, which is no big deal. That's fine. I don't, I, I don't know about that. I think I, I see a little bit of everything now. I think it's a little bit of everything, but certainly shorter hair on a lady is more in now than it's ever been. And I, I feel like there's this like, knee-jerk reaction to want to like, I don't know, group all guys together that have the long hair or something. It's got, but you know, I'm going to take this word back. I don't think man bun is the right. I think it's more of a tail. It's like a man tail. You know what I mean? Because like, uh, I, I kind of just like to rock the ponytail, so I call it a man tail. But um, yeah, so here's the thing about man tails. Man tail, there's another kind of man tail, and that's the kind where, where like another condescending thing is like to say that he's mansplaining. But I'm going to tell you a tale man tail about birds what does mansplaining mean anyway uh it's, it's just when a, did that when did that become a <laughs> term that why is it that it's when i explain something it's a mansplain thing but when a lady explains it it's not a lady's plane which i don't mind ladies playing i think it's kind of cool when ladies explain things and when guys explain things and when people of all kinds uh, explain things but anyway actually and i i will say this us here at Inside the Sound, I feel like we've been an equal opportunity platform. I, I would, you know what I mean? I would say that's the intention. I mean, at least, I don't know if it, the execution has been perfect, but in terms of like, you mean like bringing people on and just trying yeah, I to... I think we've given women a, a great spotlight. Well, you know? they're so badass. Like the, the women that have come on the show that are in the industry, that are doing the thing. I mean, we've had some heavy hitters come on the show and just, they're, they're so freaking talented. That's my disclaimer for anyone so who cool. might have taken, you know. Are you really trying to mansplain my mansplaining? <laughs> what the hell, man? So anyway, uh, <laughs> so let's talk about this tale I have, a man tale. So I, I like that. Yeah, where are you going with Yeah, this? I'm going somewhere with like it. I am. I just, this is a weird segue, right? But I, I like I like saying man tale. And man tail, I want that to catch on. And then it's also like, also I want to tell a tale. So I guess that's a mansplaining man tail. So like man tails. So this is going to be a new whole, segment. New horrible animated movie. This is going to be a new segment. We're going to call it man tails. And then, you know, MJ can just tell a, a tall tale or a short tale, whatever he feels like, because we can. So anyway, there have things been lovebirds. And if anyone that's followed my Instagram knows that I've, I've even put a video out with the lovebirds. That's, it's weird that it's a highly viewed video. Here like the go. birds get a better play than me on the guitar, but whatever. That's fine. Not that's fine, guys. Everyone wants to see me fry birds and talk about birds. For whatever reason, birds is the thing. Anyway, so these lovebirds that have been making more lovebirds, more pigeons, uh, there, there's been an epic struggle that has been, I haven't really, you know, roped in the beautiful listeners on the struggle, but it, the struggle had been real. Like these, these birds uh, were like pooping all over, whatever, you know, the, the complex, and, you know, they wouldn't ever go away, and I chase them away with brooms, and, you know, basically uh, talk down. I basically do berate these. I, I try to be really kind to most animals and birds, but these pigeons... They had it coming, so I've been talking a lot mad trash to the pigeons. Okay. And, you know, I respect the, th the fact that these pigeons are trying to survive. Anyway, they finally fixed the pigeon problem because they put the little netting up to stop them before they were trying to nest, and, and there they're gone. And I swear, it's like they're, 
little bird friends everywhere I go, they have it out for me. I don't know what it is about, like, the, but these pigeons, they keep, they keep coming back around, trying to find places to land, and I'm like, no pigeons, you can't, like, your kind isn't welcome around here no more, and then like, they'll fly around, and I'm like, get out of here, pigeons! Anyway, so yeah, that's my little, that's my little man tale about the pigeons. And I think uh, people, there are people like this in our lives, too, that, that, that sort of swoop in, and if there's an opportunity to nest somewhere, and you gotta kind of like root them out, and just, you know, let them go. They can do their thing elsewhere. But they don't, you don't actually have to let everybody, you don't have to let every little pigeon swoop in and come and, uh, you know, nest right above your, you know, where you lay your head. Does that make any sense? If I just lost everybody in the uh, listeners? I'm, man tails. I'm, I'm struggling to. Thanks, man. I'm struggling. All right, well, that was my contribution to the show. Good night, everybody. Woo! I'm out of here. I'm donezo. I'm donezo. Didn't even to, laugh. Uh, no funny. No funny moments. No endearing moments. Anyway, I, I do miss the lovebirds. Maybe the ones I, that are sweet and cute. But I'm so happy that I, they're gone now. Uh, these birds. They come back. They try to drink from the pool. So what's the moral the of the water. story here? I, the moral of the story is that uh, I should definitely see what it would take to get like a hawk to nest nearby, and they would hunt down the pigeons ruthlessly, and that'd be fantastic. I saw a hawk the other day. So, do you like birds or do you hate birds? I'm not sure where you're going with this. <laughs> well, I'm not Nikola Tesla. I don't have a thing for pigeons. Did you have I a just, thing or were you just really good friends with the pigeons? I mean, like, I, I didn't know. name them. I did talk to them. I played guitar for them. I sang them songs. And these pigeons, all they want to do is nest and poop around my door. And I don't know why they're attracted to my door. Why do they have to come? And also, why do they, Anyway, it's fine. I'll get over the, the pigeons. I have a thing. I love the pigeons. I love pigeons. I just don't want them like nesting right, right by my door. That's the only, only problem I had with, with them. But uh, yeah, great story, right? Great story. Man tales. I'm going to get it like, you know what I'm going to do, dude? I'm going to take all this time, extra time, wow. get a drummer, get a bass player, and, and I'm going to play guitar. And I'll even have you, and then like there'll be a little clip of me going, man tales. Man tales. And then I'll like, and then every time I have a little bird tail, I can just tell some man tales. Is that dumb? something that people are going to want more of or is that something people are going to desperately want to forget? I don't know. I'm about to pull out the harmonica now. That's For my next trick. That's another uh, unwanted uh, addition to the program. The little one? The little uh, the handmade? And what, we've talked, handmade. We've the German talked one? extensively it about that me. instrument. Yeah, but no, but did I, too much. Probably. Did I tell you the little one died? The little one, the little mini one. You're one of the reeds went bad. Should I, should I have an emotional response to that? New no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it fixed, or I'm gonna get a new one eventually. I just haven't gotten around to it. Complete and utter, utter happiness. I will definitely be playing it on the show in front of guests, and really just at any time. I want randomly. to. I know I've mentioned this before, but I think it needs to happen. It needs to happen is a montage of all the times <laughs> the unsolicited playing of the harmonica How in, dare front you. in front of, of guests. guests. Yeah. I don't remember this, but there's not that many guests I've done in front of, but there's but a handful and there's enough of them that I've done. have it. a startled and puzzled look on their face. When you do that. <laughs> he's, oh, he's laying on thick tonight. He's, no, it's good. I'm he's so really glad you feel doing that it. Yeah. And it's really, he's really playing that thing in front of me right now. <laughs> Uh, well, listen, just because you don't have a cool instrument that you can just pull out, you know, out of your pocket and just play on the spot doesn't mean you have to like take, take, you know, don't if yuck, I did, don't yuck my yum. I'd have a kazoo if I did. How dare you? I wouldn't have a, do you want to? 
I have a kazoo right here. Do you want to use a kazoo? I got a kazoo right here. <clears throat> here we go. I could do a little kazoo solo. That kind of sounds like the 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 bird story theme song. There is what that. That's the that's the man tail theme song right there. There's a lot. It's amazing how versatile a kazoo is. Actually, it's a it's a. I like. I feel better about the kazoo than the, the little novelty harmonica. I think. Can't really do that. Trying to do that little. That I do feel much better about the kazoo. You really actually okay. You're telling me that yeah. that is okay, Maybe but this a, is not okay. <laughs> you know, no, no, I like that. Really, that's not that's not gonna get your toe tapping right there. No, I was hoping that wasn't going to happen again. I really was. I'm really working on my, my embouchure here on the... It's hard to do. You know, this is really actually a tough instrument to master. I think I just have a more positive association with the... I'm no uh, John Popper. John Popper yet, but I'm working on it. Other instrument. <laughs> so really, the kazoo does it for you, huh? Yeah, well, I have a positive association with the kazoo. The, the harmonica, I have an extremely negative association with that. Anyway, I'm done with the kazoo. Man tails. But yeah, right. unless Stevie Wonder's playing the <laughs> harmonica, I don't need to hear it. Look, I can't. Okay, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you try to evoke one of the most Can we play talented some musicians? Traveler? Will that get us in trouble? Just play. <laughs> don't it. you don't you Stevie Wonder me and make me completely play feel inadequate for my bu- my inability to play harmonica like that? Which one had? The, well, we want to talk about someone who could harmonica. Was it like Hook? A, was it the song Hook that had the harmonica? Well, a lot of the songs had the harmonica. Cause the hook brings you back. Will that get us in trouble if we play that? Second in, second part. Second in, second in, second in, I don't know. Can we get in trouble for that? I don't know. We don't played know. a great deal of stuff last week. And I, it's not like I have this in my phone. It's not like I have that album readily accessible. Like when you open your iPad on a moment's notice. The song. It's already like it's already halfway played through recently. It's not, it's not like I'm a fan of Blues Traveler. I'm not that guy. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be. What happened there? Now you see what I mean? That, that sounds good. Okay, yeah, but I don't know how that to do that yet. That sounds good. Whatever go solo, you do is just... So badass. Harmonica's cool for me, man. This guy. Oh. I remember. Um, remember that same. I told you about how I, I once got a song played that on FM kind radio. Of, uh, I feel like that exercised all the demons of your playing. That helped me. Yeah, that made it way better. Thank you, thank you, John. The harmonica solo from one John uh, that deserves. 
Uh, what Stevie Wonder song is that? Isn't she lovely? Oh yeah! Oh man, that's good. Oh that, man, that's good. That's so good. That like, if you want to hear a good f- harmonica, solo, that may be my favorite harmonica solo dude. of all time. Dude, isn't she no lovely? Doubt. Guitar solo. Isn't uh, guitar she solo. lovely? Isn't she beautiful? I think we should play a couple uh, notable harmonica pieces to exercise the demons of your past playing. Make everyone feel better. Look, I'm still working on it, bro. How dare you? Because you're going to create this negative association in people's minds with the harmonica, and they don't don't need that. You know? I have my skill set. You know, that's cool. My cool skill set. Harmonica's getting there. It's not as cool as me playing the guitar. Shut up, Ryan. How dare you judge me? (laughs) You're such a dick. Uh... I don't know if I have the... Okay, I had Blues Traver queued up, but I definitely don't have a... If it wasn't unsolicited um, during the conversations, I probably wouldn't be as uh, upset about it. How dare you? First off, it's our show. If I want to play harmonica, it's our show. I'm going to do it. So second, second off, shut your face! <laughs> uh, let's see if I How many times this. do you think it's happened, though? If we were to... <laughs> You want to talk about a freaking musical genius who like, want to talk about sounding like a bird, like, oh my God. It's just kind of cool that you can like have a pocket horn, like something that fits in your pocket that can make that noise. Like I don't know, I, I guess I really am like, oddly attracted to harmonicas. All the, all the negativity. So much better than MJ playing the harmonica. So much better, baby. I all, all the negativity that I had them. stored up towards the harmonica immediately Dude. diminished when I heard uh, Steve <clears throat> playing. You're lucky that I have not pulled out the trombone in here and like played trombone on air because I, I, think might, I might rather hear that than I might the harmonica. At one point, I was, I was really good at the trombone, you know, as a, as a young man, the jazz band and all that jazz. Uh, but uh, good that thing that, that time my life is gone. I definitely was not into <laughs> marching band. I mean, I was not. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. What, what happened? I have no notable message coming in here. Like the uh, Morse code? That might be the uh, Starship Kolob uh, communicating through a you get a long range transmission. Small signal. <laughs> it's a long range transmission. What is it telling you? Incoming transmission. What is it telling you to do? It's telling me to uh, not listen to rock and roll. Apparently, that's a that's that's gonna get you cold up, man. You're not gonna get there into the rock and roll. It's bad for you. You know, guys like us that play rock and roll music. I don't know what that message was about. It's weird. It went away. Okay, we're just gonna shut that down here. Okay, all right. There you go. An old school telegraph. That's pretty cool. It's pretty a little, pretty cool little noise. A little, 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 
little thing. But I totally, I'm going to totally write a song where I have that in there just for kicks and giggles. You put the guitars in there with a chunky guitar there. Distortion, probably. Uh, why don't we have, we should have a guitar set up for this kind of thing, man. No one is going to complain about a distorted guitar. Kind of a bum, are we? We're not even like giving the people what they want. They really want to just hear us rock out. Is what do the they, want, though? Probably. I'm pretty know. sure they do. I don't know if they want to. Pretty sure that's what they're not. They're not here to listen to us talk or anything. They're not, they're not here for all the, the witty banter and all the fantastic right, here the philosophical, uh, terrifying bird tales on the spot. <laughs> man, they're called man tales. Man tales. When you mansplain a tale, that's called a man tale. Usually, you do have a notable story. You usually, run into uh, interesting people tend to to be attracted to you in your daily yeah. life. It seems like I did. I actually met someone who was really interesting lately. Who I won't get into too much, but was uh, uh, well. I don't want to even get into it. I met I met interesting people lately. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to like on the spot. Get all serious, but I uh, I have man I have been doing some interesting things lately. I've been working on well my own music, and uh, we've been doing our music thing. That's been cool. What what cool stories can I share? Is there a cool man tale I can share that isn't about birds or cactus or I don't know, man. I don't know. Do you still um, go out into the desert to take in the uh, the vibes? I don't know what to call it. I like how you say, do you, as if it wasn't you and me doing it. Like, it, well, I love I mean, how you say, do you, as if like it was just me on my own well, you did being a weird that. hippie going out of the desert. When it was really you're kind of also a weird hippie too, doing the same damn thing, going out yeah. talking to the same goddamn cactus. We're literally talking to a cactus. And then like you're trying to make it seem like I'm the only one that has a weird thing for the desert and a weird like whatever attraction. Well, to the energy in the desert. Here's, here's the thing about that. There was a period of time <laughs> in which you, on a regular basis, mentioned the White Tank Mountain Reserve and a, a, a specific war. I, I yeah, never actually... The one with the hole? Yeah. Yeah, I've never so been back there. You, you were doing that before I ever got into doing that. Oh my God. So you're so, saying I influenced you? Am I, am I basically no, the devil? I, and, I, and I just know I'm the Pied Piper, huh? Just playing my little, playing my little kazoo and just bringing you along. Bring like, the instruments. <laughs> like, no one wants to. No one, the Pied Piper. And we're just headed out in the desert. Wow, you really. And doing a little like, um, sing like, um, um, uh, weird kind of like hippie rituals with the, with the cactus. Although, dude, honestly... Was it psychedelic? Almost? Like a psychedelic... It guy. was a bit. Like, there's something really... There's a weird energy when you get up close to a cactus that you know is hundreds of years old. Like, some of them is like are older than our country. So just, why did, why so did you dance around the... Uh, brown now, you're, now you're jumping right into it. Like what? I can't give you a little hard time before I start talking about it. Well, you no, you, you got to criticize everything I do, like on air. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. I appreciate you it taking me apart for the beautiful listeners. No, just appreciate it. Please do continue. You know, your insights are always just so, no, it so wasn't, spot on. It wasn't bro. critical. Oh, I was it. just wondering why no, you, you... You would never do that. You would never do that. You um, <laughs> didn't seem to want to talk about it. And then no, I love talking about it. You very uh, detailed and no, spirited I will, about it. Because you're a hippie nerd, too, and you go out there just like me, and you've probably been out to the desert more recently than me. I haven't I have, been out in the desert yeah. in a while. Who hasn't gone for a hike in the desert? What oh, is man, that? It's so nice. 
nice. That doesn't mean anything. Just vibe with the energy out there. And kind that of feel that. Mean anything the hotness. Dude, I'm, I'm waiting for it to get hotter. Go out there and. Uh, I, I kind of want it to be 112 the next time I go vitamin out there, dude. D. Yeah, get some vitamin D. Instead of having to supplement sunlight, you can actually like go and, and get your sunlight from the sun, which is so much fun, let me tell you. Right. Take your shirt off and just like go walk around when it's 112. It's like a great feeling. There, there are a lot of people here in, in Tucson that when it gets over like 110, mm-hmm. they think that you're insane if you go out into that weather. That's when I want to be out there, like when it's but that it hot. But it does, that getting that very strong sun ray when it's that hot does have a different feel to it. It's energizing to oh, me. Oh, dude, speaking of mantails, unrelated. Am I going to be out there for like five hours? No. Yes, but, you are. No, not five. Five's uh, too much. Just walking out there for like a half an hour and coming home. That's plenty of sunlight. Half hour of direct great. sun, that's almost too much. But yeah, you, you got to put a hat on for a half hour. But um, do you remember that time that I, uh, in the heat, I don't remember that. decided to push my SUV like, I don't know, two miles because I was Yeah, what? what? I wasn't there for that. No. I know, you weren't. I did it all by myself. I pushed this dang thing in, in like two miles. And I really, I feel like it really... Uh, I feel like, uh, what's that Greek, is it a Greek story? Is it a Roman story? The guy that pushes the rock up the hill. Two miles. And then it falls down and he has to push the rock up the hill and that's his punishment for all eternity. That's what it felt like pushing this SUV all by myself and trying to like, I don't know why I brought this up, maybe think, but I, I did it in the heat. Like it was at night, don't get me wrong. It was like, mm-hmm. when did I do this? Like one in the morning because I was insane or whatever, but I pushed this SUV yeah, like two miles. And uh, I felt very accomplished. People stopped and tried to help me. It's like, what, do you need help, man? I'm like, no, man, I'm working out. Like, leave me alone. I'm just, I'm doing something here. Like, let me do this thing. And they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, okay, I right, fine. I was out of gas. But still, I was, I mean, I was working out. Uh, same difference. That does seem a <laughs> little excessive. It's like two miles. I had to push this thing. And I was like, I got this. I'm a man. I can push this SUV, this midsize SUV. I, I don't think I could have pushed that. a large SUV. But. I did that uh, as part of my exercise routine. Did you really? Back, it pushed my car up and down this, my street. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Does that make you feel more of a man than me because you've done it more than me? Is that, is that what you're trying no, to No, I'm just saying it's do you very, how he, it's listeners, very do you good. Do you love how he likes exercise. to... Do you see how he tries to one-up me like this? You see, it's low-key, it's subtle. But I you see don't. how he's like, yeah, of course, obviously, I push a car. I mean, you were the one that brought it up that you did it. But obviously, obviously, right. yeah, obviously I did it You said it was exercise, and I'm like, yeah, it is because I have done that, and it's a very, very effective exercise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Especially for your legs. It's a great No, it really exercise. is. No, yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely for your legs. You want to get. The, you don't want to skip leg day. No, it's I important. I don't skip leg day. No, you got to do the squats and those lunges, man. You got to. You got to get leg day in. Although I find absolutely that lunges to. seem. Unne- is it just me or are lunges unnecessary? You could just do squats. I find squats to be the most effective. I do too, and you could just stay in one yeah. place and do a bunch of them. Whatever. Listen to music, podcast, maybe a fantastic show like uh, you know your favorite podcast uh your favorite two podcast hosts but you know what i'm saying you know just listen to you can just work out and listen to podcasts and just stay in one spot just do squats i don't know what it is about squats i feel like when i'm doing lunges i'm prone to like roll my ankle and hurt myself but like if i do squats i can just you know squat all day and then you're good don't skip lip day folks you know, have you ever done squats in front of the cacti while you're talking to it <laughs> no Tele- I, I can't telepathy I, have, I haven't tried doing squats in front of the cactus but next time how do they communicate though is it telepathic is it through energy through the ground the wind 
Okay. The the okay. spines okay. when the their spines are. Um, what do you think about the wind is, is what do you think about through the spines of the cacti? Like, you know how certain insects like, you know, scientists have discovered that like the way a bee looks at the world is different than us, right? Because they see different parts of the color spectrum. So maybe it's something like that where there's an aura or there's a thing in another dimension that you can't even really understand, but there's some presence in that cactus that reaches out and I don't know, man, is that too metaphysical or weird or am I, do I sound like a hippie or something or? I don't I mean, what's wrong with asking questions? I'm just or, asking or, questions. What's wrong with asking questions? Just asking questions. Wondering things. What's wrong with that? I stepped all over my mirror. What's wrong with uh, wandering? With wandering? Wandering. Nothing's wrong with wandering. wandering. Like wandering around different places in wandering the Wandering and wandering. Wandering like and wandering. at the same time. I'm going to write a song. Like simultaneously doing both. About wandering and wandering, bro. I think this is yeah. inspiration fodder for a song here. Yeah, I'm going to go into the desert at 112 and my pad of paper and, write, and sit next to it on the floor next to a cactus and hope the little insects don't get me. And just like root, well, it does root seem on the that you have uh, a hesitation. Like, like the pe- most people are going to think that it's crazy to wonder about things be, that might be a little beyond us all. I think everyone does it, don't well, they? I mean, I do it. There, I'm sure there are some people who their level of awareness is just not quite there to do the wondering and the wandering. Okay. But yeah, I do think a lot of people do it more than they might want to admit. Because it's like, you know, culture kind of like places boundaries on our thinking and boundaries on our expression as human beings. And uh, it sort of just sort of reigns in our thinking in a way. It's like a, it's like a corral. It's like, a, it's like cattle when you know, they, they, they go through a choke point in a corral and they have to go through this other thing to get, like through this little maze thing to get to the other side or whatever, you know? Like, it's like that. Culture does that to our brains. You know what it kind of does? There's like a, a subconscious alarm that gets set off if someone says something. Subconscious alarm? Subconscious alarm. Can you elaborate? Like, what do you mean subconscious alarm? No, like you said, you know how when, when you start talking about things that are, quote, out there, yeah. how there, there's a natural reaction to be like, that's weird. Where does that come from? Well, it's funny how, like, UFOs aren't out there anymore, right? Can we talk about UFOs now? Or is that, is I that don't, weird? Where does that come I from? I don't have a problem talking about anything. I just haven't done enough research about UFOs to, to know what to talk about. Why not, Ryan? Don't you care about the galaxy or whatever? I, um, See, it is, folks. Is isn't, space isn't. not fake? It's real. It's real. Yeah, you live in space. Like, right now, I got news for you. I'm in space. Right now, you're in space. Like, space is actually all around us. The earnest the, the is on you to see the space around your face I just oh these filthy presents and they're and they're, they're is space or they're dirty us and they're or dirt am I in space <laughs> you are um, space is technically literally everywhere all through it's three and four dimensional so like space is actually space and space time space time is actually everywhere is like there it's space in this room though? yeah like is there it. is there really space though because there's, there's something everywhere all the time. Yeah, it's four-dimensional. No, like, between me and you, mm-hmm. there's something there. I just can't see it, right? Uh, that sounds a little so personal. It's not space. I don't know what you're trying to get, get. What do you mean there's something there? What are you trying between me, me, me and you? Like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, uh, I thought I was a weird hippie. And you're, why don't you ask 
Why don't you ask yourself? What do you mean? What? There's something between me and you. Like, what do you like? You want to fight? Like, you want to fight? Like, do you do you want to lose in arm wrestling? Is that why you're 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 trying to provoke me? Like, what do you want? It's what? also been a tendency of yours to take something I say, <laughs> whatever, and take it to uncomfortable places. I never do that ever. That's um, never happened. Um. <laughs> Meaning, like, there's some things you can only see under a microscope, and there are, but there, there, there's things blowing around in the air. There's, uh, <laughs> you know, well, there, there is space between you and me, right? Is there? It's infinite. Or are we all connect? Uh, what about this invisible if web you're small that enough, you speak of? What about the invisible web? I is don't know. You, you bring it up, so that means that there is no space between us because we're all connected somehow. I think on the invisible web, we're going to see a flowering, really a blossoming on this. Uh, we're, it's gonna, this web is starting to bear fruit, man. It is. It is for the show, and it is, I think. I don't know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Oh, okay. Well, wax philosophical for a minute. That's <clears throat> what I do. I'm good at it. You're welcome, folks. Uh, no, I, I really do. Uh, it seems that as the show has progressed on, we have somehow inserted ourselves into <clears throat> the music community in such a way where this really interesting kind of nexus point for a lot of really fascinating nexus point and, yeah like on this you know like a hub on this web just like a mecca mm-hmm, like a mecca if you will or a i mean technically i, th- I heard nashville is like the mecca for music here in the u.s we should, we should nashville go, go check out some shows there we should check out some stuff in where all the big Nashville. cities? Where's music going on? We should go to some stuff. In Seems like uh, New York is a big spot. New York, L.A., L.A., uh, Texas, Austin, Texas, Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, we we should go to those places and see live music. Sometime. Keep saying that we're going to do that. Are we going to do that, right? Yeah, eventually. Get your act- I mean, you're the producer around here, aren't you? Don't you plan and produce these things? I thought that that was your job. We'll eventually do it. Okay. All right. We will. I mean, it's going to be, take the show on the road, maybe, like we get an RV and did, just do like, do this remote. Go just crash like, at someone's <clears throat> concert. <laughs> maybe someone that's been on a show will just sneak in the back and, and rock out and leave. There's a know, few of those people. Inconspicuously. There's a handful of those people. I feel like if we did that too, they'd be like, what's up guys? And we go hang out. Like imagine we crashed. Uh, I don't think that would happen. Our bros either. over at um, a certain, certain awesome band. Shout out to our buddies at uh, Black Sound, which uh, by the way, kick-ass new video guys. Amazing, you guys! You guys got to check out Black Sound stuff. Painted tunnels, painted tunnels. That was that song. Yeah, that video. You guys, seriously on point for real. It's doing it for me. I gotta say, it's doing it for me. I think Black Sound deserves a trilogy episode, dude. That'd be so much fun. Gonna have those guys back on. You know, you know, our people reach out to their people or something like that. I'm sure we'll figure it out. Yeah, no, those goos are. Anyway. I am our people, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I have people and, and that you're my people, bro. You know, I really have this great positive, like pretty much, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Unconditional positive regard for you. And yet the title of this, this um, like this track that we're recording on right now, like in, in the recording program, what did I title this track? Ryan, can you read that? Are you blind? I see... ITS post-production presents presets. Yeah, I just have it. I have a production presets all sort of saved. Presets. That's what. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. blind. I guess. But no, over here. Do you see? Do you, what does this say over here? It says Ryan. Ryan is. I can't see it from here. 
is a vehicle. What? What does that say? Let's see. Let me. If I can zoom in, maybe you could see a little better. In your old age, you really lost your eyesight, man. How about that? Is that any better? Um, it appears to read. Uh, what what font am I? You want me to read this little one right here? DJ's voice. Yeah, right here. What did I title this track here? Which part do you want me to read? Track one. Right the here. one you're highlighting. Okay. Yeah, right Where the arrow? Yeah. What does that say? It says Ryan is an asshole. <laughs> That's what that says. Are you sure? Are you sure that's what it says? That it, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a lie. I'm not sure how that's relevant. How do you have any that. proof of that whatsoever? I don't even understand what the hell you're talking about. I, I wish, you're not. You're really a nice guy. I, I wish I could uh, dispute that. <laughs> I don't have any. Look, I don't have any grounds for look, dispute. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Okay, I'm just. <laughs> Un- it without dispute, Ryan. That's, Ryan Espino. How about this? When I read that, do you know what I say to that? What do you say? What do you say? That's right. <laughs> that's oh, right. Oh, man. That's right. Oh, man. That's, that is right. That is right. That is right. I'll tell you what. Oh, man. So do you have something specifically about UFOs maybe that, that you can... Or aliens. Something you can tell me to get my foot in that door, into okay. that realm of thought, because I've never really gone there before. I've... Okay. How not that it, I'm not open to, to hearing about it. Here's what I think about UFOs. Okay, we, we have this like image of the alien and the, and, the, and the singularity event where they come down and they announce themselves on the White House lawn. How, do we, how is it that we have the hubris that we think that we could even detect what that alien life and how it could communicate? What if, like, what if the trees are aliens? Because they do communicate with like fungus and mycelium. Maybe they're intelligent and they just want to talk to us because we're crazy monkeys that will blow everything up and burn it all to ashes if we get the, the hyperspace technology. You know what I'm saying? Like, it makes me wonder. Maybe life, advanced life, is just looking at us, waiting for us to get our shit together and quit killing each other and freaking wars and get in tune with the planet and get all, like, healthy again as a people, you know, as a planet, before we, you know, reach into the galactic Senate or whatever, Senator Palpatine, or I don't know, man. You know, I have heard that narrative, and I don't quite understand the idea that an alien advanced civilization or group of intelligence just wants to monitor us. Like, I don't understand what they get out of that. Well, we're interesting. I, I definitely think that an alien civilization... Especially if they have the ability to go wherever they want in space, why are they monitoring us? Why do they even care? Because we can... Then. Because nukes? Because we can blow everything up? I mean, the moment that the U.S. tested the nukes... In so what, we blow ourselves 1950? up. One what planet. If that, okay, what does that matter? But what if that yeah. nuke that they tested... Remember the first one that they tested where Oppenheimer said, I am now... What does it say? I am now become death, destroyer of Christopher worlds. Nolan's making a movie I about know, I'm so hyped. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Look, Mr. Sure. Nolan, any t- open invitation, sir. You are allowed on the show, okay, Mr. Oh, Nolan. he's allowed on the He's show. allowed. Okay. Like, he can cut the line. As far as I'm concerned, that dude is a genius. These mo- freaking all his movies, Tenet and, and uh, uh, Inception, all the Batman stuff. I like still freaking- don't see the reason why they would bother with us. <laughs> it, it, my point about the why Oppenheimer would they be thing, concerned about why would they show any concern about us blowing ourselves let up? me explain that moment where Oppenheimer said I am now become death destroyer of worlds what if that nuclear reaction ripped open a hole in like 
the dimensional fabric of our universe and we're too, we're just dumb monkeys. We don't understand it. And it's not something we can see with our eyes or detect with our limited monkey sensors, but like some way advanced civilization so you in the mirror universe is like, guys, so. guys, chill out. Like this is too much. Like let's not blow everything up. Let's not rip up holes in the reality. Like, let's just not bomb each other and you know, we could do other things with our technology I, and our it money. It still doesn't seem like if, if they could travel anywhere in space, why would they care? They could get away from it. Because if we, if we literally threatened the entire fabric of space-time, the structure of reality with our, with our dumb weapons... What does that even things, mean, though? I don't know, man. It's going to alter their savvy? reality? What, your, your reality's altered. So How dare you? We blow our, we, the, a nuke has been set off. It didn't alter our reality in, in a metaphysical way. What if it did, though? What if, what if this world would have been something completely different if the nukes had never... I mean, I don't know. That if, was a pretty gruesome war, man. What if, uh, yeah, it was. What if, like, the big comet that destroyed, well, there was the, the, the Torrid Meteor shower that we passed through every, um, not the meteor shower, but the Torrid Meteor belt or whatever it's called. Basically, we passed through it every, like, late November, and there's been a history of, like, these crazy, terrible impacts that have just smushed every, all life on Earth. Everything's turned to glass. Like, it's like a nuclear blast times a million right when these big old rocks hit the I mean there was like a there was one that hit in Flagstaff or whatever like a little nothing burger a little like uh, size of a school bus and everything within 800 miles was just incinerated you know what I mean so um, what if our civilization was at this other peak and this other crazy technology what if people used to be able to move things with their minds and and like use the force basically Luke and then like this this thing came down and crashed and then a few of the real smart ones kind of like hit underground and then they restarted civilization with I don't know Gig, uh, Giglutepe or whatever the Egyptians or whatever or Sumeria or wherever Giglia, what did you just Giglutepe. say what was it called Giglutepe Giglutepe Gig, ah, Graham Hancock would be so upset with me I can't say it but you know what I mean Graham Hancock studied this place it was really cool it's like the oldest mega megalithic structure that completely like blew out the whole mainstream narrative of how old we are because it was like way way older and way more complex than we thought we were even capable of back in the day 100,000 of her many years ago whatever 30,000 however old this structure is it's way older than anything else I it's think I kind of remember something Giggity. similar to that. that what was the name of it again I I can't say it, man. I don't know. I have to, let me Google it because I, I, I'm going to be so There was a name that I remember from world history class. and Your uh, name, I remember. From it was similar to that, I think. Ryan Gosling, is that your name? I remember from world history class. Giglio. Mm, what? Giglio. Gig-lio. You know, you're my favorite, Ryan. I just want you to know, Ryan Gosling's got nothing on you, bro. Okay, that's a tepe. very random I'm not saying it right. Related to anything? Go Beckley Tepe. It's not Giglio Tepe. I've been saying Giglio Tepe like a dumb, dummy, dumb butt. It's called Go Beckley Tepe, the world's first temple, possibly. Point is, it's like Wait, you just they don't said, even know. You said how old this Giglio Tepe. I think so. Yeah, the world's oldest temple. I just possibly Smithsonian Magazine. It just says right here. What does here. that mean? It says possibly though. Yeah, this thing does. So I could just make something up and say, well, this could possibly be true as well. Yeah, like the there show. Was one before Technically, that. the show is made up. You and I made it up. You know, there was actually possibly a temple before Giglio Tepe that was called Exlio Sleppy. <laughs> 
and thank that, you. That possibly no, shatters for, all the former. Narrative. Thank you for shattering. Yeah, no, I had I had some illusions about having a serious conversation with you on this. And thank you for shattering all of those illusions for me. It really does a lot to me, bro. It does. It just helps me so. Well, much. you didn't answer my. question. No, really, I started. Thank you, thank you so much for shattering my notions of you having a serious con- conversation about the possibility that maybe there's like a part of the human potential we haven't tapped into because maybe there's part of us that actually can be telepathic and can move like maybe telekinesis is a real thing that's not what we were talking about i'm just saying our ancient you didn't answer my questions about ufos to begin with you just started talking about a bunch of other random it's all related possibilities it's all related what if the ufo is just some ancient human culture or whatever human-like culture that was on this planet all, all these many years ago dug these great deep tunnels into the earth. They chill down there. What if they got all the technology? What if they're they just, just simply a different type of aircraft that was used to spy on things? And I have to admit, it simply comes down to that. I know. I know this is not the first time I brought it up, but the whole China spy balloon thing makes me laugh so hard. I mean, it shouldn't because I take it, obviously want to take it seriously. What is serious. CNN now? But it's just like, hilarious that it's a balloon and we're freaking out over a balloon. It's like, it's a balloon, guys. It's just a balloon. I mean, I know it's a big deal. You know, on, it's just uh, funny. on Valentine's Day, uh, I saw a heart balloon flying above my neighborhood. Oh, did you really? So should I have been worried about that? Man, that's just so sweet. You, I just imagine you spending Valentine's did someone Day let with that, your boo. Did someone let that and, go? Uh, and I, Maybe someone just let go of a balloon. I wonder if you play your guitar for your boo on Valentine's Day. Do you do that? Do you, do you, are you a guitar? Do you, do you show off like that when you... you What's, know, the that? What's the word for that? What's the word for that? What's the word? Serenade? <laughs> You're the you're more of the guy that like. Oh, I absolutely do. No, I will. Yeah, like no, I absolutely. There's no other two ways about. Like I will serenade you. Sorry, ladies, I, it's gonna happen. And I don't mean that in a really. I just I, I don't mean that in a relationship context. I just mean in general. Yeah, it's kind of how I roll. Well, when you're this good, man, you want to share it. You want to share it with the world. That's not necessarily a romantic connotation, is it? No, it's not. And if you I just don't want to play your instrument. What if I just people? am that good? And also, I need to practice, guys. So maybe there's that. If you want to hang out with me, you're going to have to deal with some practice time because I got to keep get working and working on the craft. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I am great, but I got to get better. So, you know? So you didn't want to answer my question about the UFOs. That's fine. What was the question okay. about the UFO specifically? I did get a little distracted. This advanced intelligence that has the ability to go anywhere in the, in the galaxy and beyond, why would they want to waste their time monitoring us an alleged lower life form, lower intellect? We're interesting. Also, maybe they didn't come here in ships. Maybe they're actually, they've evolved past the need for ships. And they basically, because mushroom spores can exist in the vacuum of space. I mean, they basically can survive in, in hibernation across vast differences, distances. And then they, they some asteroid or whatever bangs into the planet. And then these little mushroom spores go up in the atmosphere and they start, you know, eating dead materials and things. And literally just to take, I mean, there's this heat, the largest, the largest, like, living mass on the whole planet is a is a huge network of mycelium that's under the ground like that's a living organism that's the physical largest living organism on our planet is this big old thing of mushrooms or whatever mushrooms are fungus same same difference um 
You know what I mean? So I don't know what what if, bro? What if like okay? So what if these mushrooms? They're already here. Yeah, like how would we even know? Okay, the diminutive mushrooms here. that are sitting in our in our front lawn. Okay, you eat one of those things. You eat three and a half grams or four grams or whatever it is. Of how do you know exactly how much? Uh, Shut up, Ryan. I don't, you know, I don't know the exact amount. Well, okay. it was a pretty specific five, amount. Five grams in 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 darkness in your room. Uh, you know, that's when you're going to lock the door for That does sound like a him. good amount. It's called a heroic dose, guy. is what I'm told. A heroic dose? Yeah, I, I'm told that five grams of mushrooms is going to take you to places you've never been before. You know? You might see God. But the point is, you're going to talk to a God or an alien or an elf is, king or something is in there? Is that something, if we tried to break the, the record for the longest podcast ever recorded, should we try five grams on air? Oh, or my God. That's, that may not be for great... Shit. Content, or it could be the best content. Right. It's just right there. Who knows? With our personalities, we might. I'm well, not sure I want to do that with you around, bro. No why? offense. Well, I don't even know what that means. Oh, like, what are you insinuating about well, when you okay. say that? I, Let me explain. So, um, one of the things I've heard about psychedelics. Because I might general, agree with that. Well, listen, one of the things, for example, with ayahuasca, you. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, the you know, South American deal. That uh, I'd love to try. Is that to try. a root? Or is that a plant? well? It's it's two plants basically. There's a plant that has the DMT, and there's a plant that because uh, you're actually a lot of apparently a lot of plants have DMT in them. Even your body has DMT. It's in your pineal gland or whatever. It happens in your sleep. But DMT is the most powerful psychedelic, like visual. It's basically the most powerful drug, kind of known to man, really, just in terms of its power of being able to give you visions and crap. And that stuff. It's on those toads. A lot of different like foods. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in a lot of different like things that you might eat even. But our bodies have this natural uh, chemical thing in our gut that neutralizes the DMT. That's why you're not tripping balls every time you eat broccoli or whatever the heck DMT is in. It's in everything. Um, so this ayahuasca brew, somehow these guys figured out, these ancients, they get people to eat vegetables. These shamans, they figured out, like, it's like, they said that the plants taught them how to do it, okay? When you ask them, like, how did you figure this out? But basically, but it's yet, like the vine from one now, plant I do, can I mix with another. No, you can can't I interject. No, you cannot. Just one thought. I didn't finish my thought. And you the can plants taught me how to do this, but yet someone who knew what they were doing taught them how to do it's it. It's weird, right? But that's how, that's how they, when you ask them, where do they learn to do this? They say, well, the plants taught us. That so, yeah, it's weird. But anyway, you mix this vine with the ayahuasca plant or whatever. I forget the, the, the Latin names of these plants, but... Um, Tribulus terrestris. That second plant oh, neutralizes the chemical thing in your body that then allows you to just trip balls. And what happens is you start seeing colors. But you colors. see how if you use a term like... like uh, quote trip balls people are not going to take it seriously yeah but you know, I'm just being funny but you know what I mean like that is what it is you're tripping balls but so dude basically you see other people's like whatever auras or whatever it's called like you like you see other people in the room but it's a different experience like what you're seeing from them and it's not just their normal body or their normal like you're going to see other things <laughs> like people are still in the room and you're still where you're at but it's a, I'm not sure it's an experience I necessarily want to uh, be in the room with you for, man. I, you know, you got, well, it's just because um, you and I are, we have so much uh, broship chemistry thing. We, I've known you almost 20 years, whatever. We have like really, we're really tight, kind of cool in a, you know what I mean, friendship way. And I, I would be, I would spend a lot of that trip being just genuinely concerned for like how you're doing. And I would not be able to like enjoy it myself. I think I'd be more concerned about how you're up. Like, cause I care about you, bro. Like. Look at this, we're getting that, heavy. That doesn't sound accurate serious. at all. Look at this. How dare you, son of a... Here I am, like, telling the beautiful listeners, but I care about you, man. You know, I don't want to... I'll be concerned for you. I'll be too concerned for you. That's debatable. Um, so... 
swear to God. I swear to God, this guy. Um, but yeah, maybe we could screw all that. Let's just go ahead and do it on the show. And uh, I, well, I, for recreation, hooray! No, I ayahuasca. Just, I take uh, mushrooms. Mushrooms, apparently, you will have, you will see shit too. So I take that stuff. What to me, that's stuff not are, are goofy. Are people seeing. Are you talking about the energy and the aura? That's what you see? Whatever that is? Or? What that is, I mean, you might also see people's, like, I've heard of, like, don't look into a mirror and then also now here's, look into a mirror. Here's the question, though. What? Is what question. you're seeing, does it actually exist? Or is it like a dream where you see very vivid things, but they don't actually exist? Okay. Alan Watts said that you're, the ordinary, everyday consciousness that you have leaves out more then it lets in. So like, it's like on a radio dial, right? When, you, when you're tuning an FM radio. So let me ask on the you station. this. Why are most of, most of us hardwired to only let in this much then? If, if the other stuff isn't but, essential to survival. Right, exactly that. Because it's not essential to survival and, and because you're trying to not get eaten by the predator. Kind of, that's, our, that's how we're, we're monkeys, basically. Like, that's how we're wired. So we, you know... That's why we see the sky blue and why we, you know, feel the breeze the way we do and why the sunlight affects us a certain way. But if everything was a, was a psychedelic trip all the time, it would be overwhelming for an organism to, like, I guess here's the thing. avoid predation. Most of the time, you want to do those type of things to get some type of enlightenment, mm-hmm. so to speak, or to figure something out that you can't quite understand otherwise i'm beyond all that at this point but it seems it seems like most people don't really ever come to any major conclusion about this reality they come to conclusions about themselves but but this reality just seems to be a mystery that no one can solve you have to be okay with some mystery i think being all right with the mystery is important and uh, i'm beyond all that now like i'm not I've still not done any of these drugs I'm talking about, right? Like, I'll be honest, I haven't yet. I plan to still. Um, it's weird. It's so, I was not expecting conversation to go this way, by the way. But like, I, I you know, the way I look at it, dude, is, is uh, it's a journey for the journey. It's like a human rite of passage. Because I really do strongly believe that part of the reason why our consciousness even evolved the way it did in such a dramatic fashion over the last, what, it was like 70 to 100,000 years where the brain, human brain size doubled. And it stands to reason that... Uh, you know, McKenna's theory about how, you know, we basically came out of the trees onto the grasslands when the climate changed in Africa, and then we're following around cattle, and what grows in cattle dung but mushrooms, and especially if they're the size of a dinner plate, and you see it, and you're going to eat it, and then, you know, lower levels make you see better, because you have better visual acuity with low levels of, like, microdosing mushrooms. Higher levels make you really, like, horny, so, like, early humans were, like, basically more reproductively. They're having way more, like, reproductive sex, right? Because they're horny all the time with the mushrooms. And then, you know, the third highest level is where you see God or whatever, where you're, like, talking to the space alien elf there, person. There is an assumption, though, that every human being alive was, was taking excessive amounts of mushrooms then. At the time, I don't know if they were the humans yet. I think it's part of what shaped us and molded us into humans, I think. It's possible. So that's the thing, though. We don't know that. I wasn't there. How would I know? Right. So uh, the vast majority would have to be taking them for that theory to be valid. Well, it certainly would stand to reason that, uh, you know how we're tribal, right? 
So whatever tribe of ape came out of the grasslands, right, started taking the mushrooms, wouldn't that tribe have some kind of like evolutionary and advantage? And also, let me make this clear. I'm just asking you questions. Sure. Like I have no opinion or stance on this. Like, well, then why I are just, you even asking questions? You have no opinion or stance. How dare you? Because no, I'm, I'm talking, so I'm I can get so I can get information. I, want, I, I like well, taking yeah. the. I want to hear the information. You're welcome. I mean, you know that sounds I mean. so knowledgeable and confident. He must know what he's talking about, even though I've never taken You're just a psychedelic in my life. Up. You're just other than cannabis. I mean, cannabis is a mild psychedelic. Well, that was the whole point. Not mild when you, I take it. You, hey, you, you were going to tell me about this stuff. Well, I haven't taken it yet, man. I'm working on it. You know what? I'm. My rabbit hole is this reality. Can we influence reality? Because there are people that have the idea well there there are many ideas obviously you have an idea but there are camps there are some people that are in the i have absolutely no control over what happens and i just take it as it comes i take it as a trial there are some people are a trial maybe god's trying to tell me something right you know christians might believe no offense christians we love you but that it's a god kind of orchestrating everything for your benefit but you don't really ultimately have much control in the situation, right? And then there's other people that believe they can manifest anything that their heart desires. Yeah, that's definitely the opposite of the Jesus take the wheel crowd. Right. It? Yeah. Or not so, maybe the opposite, but certainly it seems like a polar difference there. And then there are like thinking. people that are like, I can go hand in hand with the universe and I can kind of manifest, but I have to do it on the universe's terms. And it's like a co- What are you, a hippie or something? Thing. So- there are different ways to look at reality, and Agreed. that's kind of my fascination. What, what is it really? Doesn't seem like there's really, again, seems like reality is a great mystery that none of us can really you know, wicked crazy. comprehend. Think about how. That's okay, I guess. What, when you say this, what brings, like, what I'm fascinated by, some dude 2,000 years ago, or however many thousand years ago, could have, like, woken up and decided to start a cult. And they believed that he was, in fact, either speaking for God or he was reincarnated as God or he believed he is the God. And, like, he can operate his reality in such a fashion that other people believe him. And, like, it warps the reality around him and he acts that way. And so, it like, people treat him differently because of the way he's acting. Isn't that weird? That still happens today, though. Oh, does it happen today, Ryan? Where does that happen today? Do you have any examples you can share with me that might help the beautiful listeners navigate this wicked, like, marketplace of ideas that, that try to rope you in and suck you dry? And Well, what is the essence of any type of power? There's uh, a level of influence I don't that's know. Tied, directly tied to that. Electricity, I thought, was the essence of power, because isn't that what you put in batteries? What do you mean by this? <laughs> what do you mean? Not essence uh, of power. Like in a social sense. Okay. You know what I mean? There's, social sense. There has to be, with a certain amount of power, there comes tied to it a certain amount of influence. Agreed. And so that influence does warp reality to, True. to that person in power's reality, like you said. It just kind of happens. It feels a lot like what we've managed to do with the show, how we've tapped into this invisible web, uh, manifested this. Not that we're in power, but like we just inserted ourselves into the music world because we felt like there was a place for what, what our minds were doing, right? Where were we going? And we sort of manifested the reality where now this thing has got its own legs. And I don't necessarily agree with you. I don't care with your face. Because you said we inserted ourselves into the music <laughs> community like we haven't been there since 
for a long time. Okay, but we were more, I was, at least I, so now I'll speak for me, was more of a spectator than, a, than an active participant for many years. So um, it does feel like, not maybe not inserting myself maybe isn't the best word, but certainly trying to take a more active part to promote, find great musicians, talk to amazing musicians, you know, just the whole creative community in general and, and like making ourselves, well really, instead of asserting ourselves, maybe it's just more like creating our own roadshow you know what I mean? Like creating our own little world that now exists separate and outside of any other show or any other thing that's going on. It's inside us now and has its own little, its own special little place in the world and the universe. I think for, uh, for me, you get bored hearing the same old narratives, the same old things just being. I definitely don't get bored listening to myself uh, Is that why? pontificate. Yeah. Because my narratives are even definitely... though you didn't want to, you didn't want to engage any of Can't my questions it. or ideas. I pretty much fine. engaged everyone just on my own terms. I don't understand why you're saying that. How dare you? That's fine. Because what you don't, you don't want to talk life. about UFOs. You don't want to talk about this. Let's talk about UFOs. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Saucers? Do you want to talk about how like, they spin around and uh, and okay, there's probably like a some kind of like element one seventeen or something that can warp your uh, gravity. I wanted well, you to express your opinion on the reality thing, but you kind of. I did experience back but I thought I did. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm really not. Was it that, bro? that a person that is believable can warp reality because people believe them? I don't. I think. Is that what you were getting at? I think that, um, no, you can warp reality. I, I do believe in this. I do believe that you as a human being have this, this whatever divine spark or divine power to create a narrative for your life. You get to be the star of your life show. And so there is a power that can help you warp reality around you because if you take part in the things that your movie would be a part of, like if you actually engage in the actual stuff that you feel like you're put on this earth to do or whatever, then that will, I mean, why is it that some things are more likely to happen than other things? Like, is everything just random principles? I mean, why is it that like That's a rat... That's exactly what I'm talking why about. Why is it a rat can figure out a maze on one side of the earth, a unique maze that has just been created that no rat's ever figured out? And then it's like when one rat figures out the, ray, the, the maze, another rat on the other end of the world all of a sudden can figure it out. Like this now, is a documented thing. Can I, can I play devil's advocate? Well, you love playing... The, I mean, you, you are... Aren't is you a it, Satanist or something? Is it... Um, love playing the Isn't it the possible devil. that... Although very unlikely, the odds could be that these two rats just happen to do the same thing. I mean, but why does it only happen? Although highly unlikely, when the other one figures it out. Like it, again, although highly unlikely, it is possible. Just like lots of things are highly unlikely but possible when certain events. Well, why make is it, it that I could enjoy a hamburger right now? And somewhere uh, in the world, the there's a, simultaneously another person enjoying the exact same hamburger at the same time. Shout out to uh, Gray's Premium Burgers in Tucson, Arizona. Oh my God, you guys are the best. So does that mean anything? Like, uh, I, don't, I don't understand what dude, that means. I can get an egg and bacon on the burger, and it's the best, man. Oh, it's so good. You guys got to try out Gray's here in Tucson. So does that... Shout out. Does that open, does that warp reality when you eat that burger? Like, um, does that open, tear the fabric like of reality? A, like a black hole, bro. Like that's one of the best burgers in town, for real. So when a, a mouse, what, what do they run through the rats? Are rats more intelligent? Um, I don't know if it's a rat or a, or a lab mouse, but yeah. So like, so this has been documented. Yes. Right, so when 
when the mouse figures out the maze and the other one does, what, it, what, what, do you mean, what is the point you're trying to... Well, the mouse on the other side of the world doesn't know the maze at all, can't figure it out. And then one does, and all of a sudden, the one that couldn't figure it out figures it out. And it only happens like when the one, one mouse figures it out. So that, halfway across the world. Why that is that? Would be, that would mean... If that, what if makes that one affected likely? the other, that means there's some type of ether. Is that spooky action at right? a distance, like physics? You know, is that like, what it is? Like the ether, like that. That maybe. knowledge went up into the ether and was accessible by another. Do you want to know my theory? Is Talk that about what? UFOs? Like my real theory about consciousness? It's oh, not my theory, but whatever. What if it's like the ocean? What are you, a hippie? All this crazy hippie talk. You want to hear my hippie, con- my hippie theories about consciousness and the soul or whatever? Oh, boy. What no. if, like, whatever it I'm is... I'm open to hear anything, pretty much. I really Are you really open? Open to it? Uh, are you ready to accept my teachings in your heart? Is that... Okay. What I'm trying to so say... So you can warp my reality? Is that what you're trying to do? I'm just saying... Are if, you trying to warp the beautiful listeners' um, reality? Just acknowledge right that no other gods come before me, and I'll, you know, I'll tell you the secrets of the, of the universe. I'm trying to say... <laughs> Thank you. Uh, there can only be one. What I'm trying to say is, what if consciousness is like... Think of the ocean, right? Water in the ocean. <laughs> I wish I had cameras on you. Uh... When you take a cup of water, you can remove it from the ocean and place that water in a separate container. But eventually, that, that water will find its way back to the ocean, right? Will it? It will. It's not going to go. It's going to go to the atmosphere, and then it's going to rain back down the ocean. Or it's going to go in someone's body, and then they pee it out, and then it goes what back if, in the ground. What if you put it into some cement? Water... Well, I mean, eventually that cement. I mean, time kills everything, bro. Like, like nothing that, lasts. That cement's not making its way back into the ocean, though. It, give it enough time. Give it enough time. Yes. Maybe Will not in our lifetime. Yes. I oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because when the next comet comes, it completely destroys all the concrete in the world because it it's a, like a nuclear blast times 150, and everything has been turned to, to ash, and and nuclear glass is literally sprayed all over the planet. And it's all just upheaval turned over. Yeah, all this matter and material gets, I, gets I have moved to, over. Um, you let me finish my theory? I or? do have to claim You're ignorance as okay. far as when it comes to the, sci- the scientific knowledge as far as if anything can actually be completely destroyed. Yeah, I don't think that's possible. Anything can actually be completely destroyed. It just, it just changes form, really. So with, back to my thing about water. So if you take water... And you put it in a container. Are we losing people at this point? Yeah. Like, I are you really going to let me finish or are you going to keep interrupting me? Like, really, it just hurts are, my feelings. Our beautiful listeners, feelings. is this where they want to go? Like, I don't know what they tune in for. I don't really so, care. Do they, I, it's, it's still our show. I can do what I want. Do they want to hear about music? Do they, do they, they want to You guys don't want to hear about music, birds, do you? So do you want to hear the, the, Are you just going to make me feel self-conscious of all my the, weird uh, ideas? Take, your, take the water and you can pour it back into the ocean, right? And it becomes one with the ocean again. What if our consciousness is like this? Because all of our consciousness came from the same source. If you go back far, far enough, right? Like, there's I a don't choke. Know that, there's choke. Though. No, you do know that, bro. Because there's choke points. Like, like we didn't come from giraffes, for example. They know this, right? Like giraffes and humans have a common ancestor further down the line, but we didn't come from the ancestor. Like we didn't come down from the giraffes. There's like parallel evolutions or whatever. I don't know why giraffes. Is to the me, thing that's that came another in my head. major rabbit hole, though. Consciousness, Con- man. But you gotta let me finish my thing about go consciousness. Ahead. You still won't let me finish. Go. We're All right, go ahead. In. Go no, 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 fine. You. It seems like you. Some. You wanna, I'm you gonna turn add. the mic away. Go ahead. You can maybe mute. You can turn off the mic. See, there's this button here. Just turn it off. 
See how it's off now? It's so much better when it's off. Don't hand motion me to get you again. How dare you hand motion me to move on? It is so rude. This is, you know, Ryan, okay, look, consciousness to me seems like this. Like, imagine like a wellspring, like whatever the first human was or wherever the first life was, wherever, whatever that spark of consciousness keeps reproducing, reproducing through the eons and replicating, excuse me, replicating itself, right, through the eons. So all our ancestors, they're just, you know, how many times do we relive freaking the ghosts of our ancestors past? Like, how many times do I react some way because my parent taught me that? And when I was two years old, I had a reaction and I do something automatically when I'm 38 that I didn't even think about because I did it when I was two or something like that. Like that kind of like generational trauma gets passed on. Why, why is that even possible? Like, what is this imprinting? That happens. Why do, why do we repeat the ghosts of our parents' past? Well, what is, if it's because this consciousness thing is just pouring it into the next vessel? Like you came from your parents and whatever they had passes on to you, that kind of thing. And I think consciousness might be like this, where you know, when you die, the, th- it, like the memory that is you, your ego has to, like ego goes away. When you die, Michael's dead. Like when I'm gone, I'll be gone, gone. But whatever was still me, the consciousness that, that whatever energy powered my body while I was here on this planet, like that goes back into the human, big, great human pool of consciousness. That goes back to the ocean of the, what do the over, what do we want to call it? The, the human overmind? I don't know what else to call it. The thing that we're all sort of tapped into, the collective, <laughs> I muted you. <laughs> the collective okay. consciousness. It's so nice to mute you for five minutes. Consciousness. That's all I was trying to get out, bro. The whole, that was it. Thank That's you for a me very get it troubling proposition, though. What's a troubling proposition? The, the fact that you, when you pass away, your consciousness, as you know it, also passes away. No, no, no. What I think happened, this is my opinion, right? I don't have nothing to back this up whatsoever. I, the memory that is you, that was you, that all of your experience, like from the moment you were born to the moment you die, that all that exists in the big database, in the big ocean of human consciousness. Consciousness. It'll always be remembered in my mind. This is how I see it. That's past tense. So, but, but it's this not idea alive. that you you can't live on you're li- is very troubling. You're living on your life just like you're living on through everyone else because you're back in the ocean. So you're alive with everyone all at the same time. It's like a hyper. That I understand. It's like superposition. I understand know? that, but like right now, like physics. When you're you're living every moment of your consciousness and you identify with it. Like the fact that, that you're disassociated yeah, you, from that. That's a weird thing, huh? That, that's very hard to comprehend. Well, yeah. It's, Doesn't what, that make life meaningless? In where a sense, is it writ though? large that we're, that we're supposedly supposed to understand what actually happens in the universe anyway? Like why is it? We're basically monkeys with tools. Like, so what is the essential meaning of life other than survival? Then? What is this big seeking you know? out for this, quote, essential meaning of life? Like why does there have to be a big meaning? What if life just is? Just like nature just is? And there's not a meaning to it other than for it to exist unto itself. It's of itself. Nature is of itself. This is how the Chinese well, think about nature. Well, that's the thing because of if itself, life so. just is, mm-hmm. then you should do, make it exactly the way you want it to be. Agreed. Life is a happening, bro. We're not. We're not allowed to do that, though. Well, not that's if what's sad. Not if certain. Uh, 
large organizations and whatever influential organizations have their way. Here's the thing. We are sitting here doing this, right? Yeah. Because we want to do it. We do. But... Wait, how many people wait, actually wait. do what they want wait, to wait. do? Are you saying you want to do this with me? Like you want? That's so like it's actually pretty pretty like man. That's pretty sweet, man. That's pretty cool. You want to do this with me, dude? That that's that's just that warm. You see the warm fuzzies, dude. I get the tinglies, man. I, I gotta I gotta tell you, it makes me feel good. I appreciate it. Appreciate you saying that. Acknowledging it, frankly, out loud for the beautiful listeners. I love how I couldn't get you shut, uh, shut up earlier, and now you're deadly silent. You're waiting to respond. I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. The, uh, the point I was trying to get at is <laughs> we have encouraged people to do these things that they actually want to do. I hope we have. While they have the consciousness to. available to them the way it's available now. Agree. When you have that direct in the moment experience, do what you want to do now. Do what you're gonna do. Nothing's guaranteed, man. But don't forget the devil's real. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. Don't let him get to you. You sure? Why don't you flirt to convert? You did accuse me of being a Satanist, but yet you're the one that constantly mentions the devil. And it's like, who is the devil? Any is this a fictional character? Is this a just a guy that's out there, you know. All I know. Who is the devil? All I know is that if I could grow badass horns like that, I definitely would. Wouldn't you? Well, here's the thing, man. Grow them out, man. Grow the horns out. Grow the hair out. Be why, wild and free, baby. Why is this individual, this, this uh, personage, always associated with rock and roll music? A personage of spirit or a personage of? Always associated with rock and roll music. Like, I don't. Because he's awesome, apparently. Apparently, he's into cool shit. I mean, what do you want from me? If, he's, if the devil is the mascot for rock and roll, he's not the mascot for pop music, is he? No. Is he the mascot for I country? Don't know, no. He? But for rock and roll, who's the mascot? The great Satan himself, Lucifer. That's, who, uh, who is this guy, though? Who is this, this happening dude? And how come he's so hip? You know? Like, sympathy for the devil, Rolling Stones. Got a lot. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So. I don't. That's a touchy topic for a lot of people. No, 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 no. Jesus, in this moment of grief and pain. Those are two individuals no, that no, I don't pilot's hands. really want to mention no, because there's a lot of strong emotions tied to those characters or individuals or beings. I don't know, man. Depending on how I'm just willing to go there. I'm not going to censor myself anymore. I mean, I really. No, Jesus. What? How do you feel about? Uh, are we going to go there? Right. I'll now, go anywhere or? you want to go, bro. I'll go with, with you. I'll go anywhere. Absolutely. Um, like, let me get my weapon and we'll go. We got we to gotta go like mess some crap up. Let's do it. My disclaimer is this. Huh. I don't know anything. This is true. I operate in a very, very, very strong sense of I don't know. You operate in your own sense of reality. You operate from your own reality. I don't reality. know. I wish I knew. I wish I knew what this was all about. I don't know. So I can't really belittle any, any other person's conclusions that they've come to. That's why it's kind of hard to talk about these type of things because you don't want to make someone feel bad about what they believe, you know. Or believers in general because there's all different kinds of religions. not right. just, I mean, we're just more used to Christianity. There's a general, lot of different layers. we're from the West and, yeah. and we're, we're in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, but there's religions everywhere, all different kinds. And especially, um, I'm actually fascinated by religions in general, dude. Like, I'm actually, in general, 
I like studying, I really been falling in love with a lot of Eastern thought in general. Like I've, I've definitely spent time trying to understand how Taoists think and how Hindu is, uh, Hindus think and how Buddha, Buddhists think. And the, it, there's been something about studying these kinds of thought patterns that have really helped my Western, whatever, Abrahamic, kind of like Judeo-Christian type of whatever. What was the name upbringing. of the, the man that wrote the Tao? Uh, Lao Tzu. Lao Tzu. I won't say, I'm not right. sure I'm butchering his name, but... Lao Tzu. Lao Tzu, I think. is how That sounds right. Mm. How come he doesn't get held in higher esteem? Is it just here in, in Western well, culture, no one really... I don't know what it's like in, in China, let's say, because uh, I've never had the privilege of, of going to places like that. But, like, my understanding, in, at least what the, the Tao teaches is about, like... You kind of don't like one of the things a good leader does is it it's like he doesn't take the credit it's like the the best governor governs the least you know what i'm saying not the heavy-handed kind of person in charge but the light-handed type isn't one of the essence of the Tao in in a certain sense allowing things to to be yes allowing things mm-hmm. to be right in a general sense yeah one of the things I love about the Tao, they talk about how they compare storms. They talk about like, um, you know, downpour doesn't last all day, and then even heaven and earth cannot um, sustain a forced action like that. And so it's like, why are you trying to? Basically, is the message. And uh, I've really thought about that a lot with emotions, and I've compared that a lot in my own life in terms of like any kind of extra effort I have to put in to make something happen. I have to understand that like a forced like a, some kind of like uh, forced action like that, like a, like a great big storm. No storm lasts all day. Like if you go and, and go watch a terrible, like here in Tucson, we have these great monsoon storms, right? And they seem so crazy when they tear down trees and damage happens. And then the sun comes out later because even heaven and earth can't. So just letting things be and like learning to like understand that storms pass and like. Well, to me, that, that's like the polar opposite of the manifestation ideal because that is more allowing things to be and being okay with what they are where manifestation is I'm such an interesting using this force to alter things and making them become what I want them to be not what they are you see maybe there isn't because you're a human being you're a thinking machine you're right. you're designed a certain way you evolved to do a certain thing maybe you manifesting is as natural as that river that found its way down the mountainside and as natural as um, you know because like ants build ant colonies humans uh, monkeys you know they hunt and they eat bananas and things they swing in trees um, you know wolves hunt uh, right like every animal has its thing dolphins they're rapey whatever every animal has their thing that they do what a lot. did you say dolphins, dolphins are super rapey I don't know if you knew that about dolphins uh, no I yeah didn't know that. what does that even mean I it means dolphins rape each other. They, they're rapey. Okay. I know it's uncomfortable to talk about. You think of flipper and all, but apparently dolphins are pretty brutal. I, I, don't, I just never really even... Whales, I don't know apparently. where that information is. Um, From scientists. Don't worry. Biologists. It's fine. I just... Okay. I, I just it's never. hilarious to me that like we have these images. Some animals are cute and cuddly, and then like meanwhile, a bear would rip your face off. But they're so cute. Kind of like, you know, whatever. Well, 
But humans Again, don't get that, a, don't another, get distracted on the dolphins being raped. Alteration right? of our reality. I love how right? you're so distracted by that. Like the dolphin, are you a no, dolphin that's, fan? That's another alteration you're from Miami of our Beach, reality, Florida. You get right? offended by this? Like, what are you from Miami? What are you? I'm not a Floridian. It's just a very random. You from fan. Florida? I'd never heard the term rape. It feels like you're from Florida. <laughs> that's a new term. <laughs> it feels like what are you from Florida? And you're like from Miami. And you're like, what are you? What are you Cuban? And you're like offended because you're a big Miami Dolphins fan. And you can't, rapey. They are a little rapey. Yeah, it's kind of their. It's kind of their mo. All right, where are you going? Um, keep going here. Well, humans, we're we're like these weird. What we manifest is like technology and dreams and freaking. My, there's nothing in this room here that didn't exist in someone's mind before it was created. The schematics were created, and then it became a product that someone created. But like it existed in someone's mind to begin with. So that's what humans do. Like you know how you say, well, it seems to be the opposite. Well, I don't know. I think. I don't know, yin and yang, yin and yang, man. Like, I think good and bad. I think black and white. Like, all of it's all mixed together. How do you, how do you reconcile that, that, those ideas, though? Because I think the Tao is kind of letting go of desire. And a lot of the things that you say humans first existed in their mind, a lot of those ideas were spawned from some type of desire. This conversation went somewhere I was not expecting. I'm so happy with it, man. What I think is that what I think is being able to hold completely opposite and conflicting ideas in your head at once is a very valuable skill that you have to learn. It's not something that's I like either. That. I like that though, yeah. but that's something I feel like is lacking in, in American society. Well, it's, it's lacking in cult mindsets, frankly. People who are in cults. Like I can have, yeah, like you one say, thing. to have two conflicting ideas in your right. mind and understand and knowing they're both true and they, but they exist in the same. It's okay. It can happen. Well, look at it this way, and this is a great. You know? This is a Jocko Willink thing from uh, Dichotomy of Leadership. I believe that. How um, you know you can be like there are leaders who are too like uh, lax, let's say, and a leader that's too hard, and like those are polar ends of a spectrum maybe and like you got to understand both but and you have to hold both of those in your mind because there are times when you need to be more heavy-handed as a leader because of a specific situation that you need to step in and be responsible for and then there are also times when like you have to cultivate the people below you and you have to like allow them the space to be leaders too to be a good leader frankly so it's like it's a this weird dichotomy that and i don't know man like I, I think the same thing with these philosophies of man, whatever mingled with uh, different ideas and scriptures well, I, and things. I just, I, I like, I like hearing about different, you, you know, this all started when you were kind of like talking about, well, you know, religion. And you know what it respect. is, man? This is what I think. But I just is. like it all, man. As human beings, we, we want security, not just physically, but also security mentally, mentally yeah. and emotionally. So that usually, if, if you're constantly operating in the state of, I don't know, hmm. it's not a very secure place to operate if you're, if you're looking for, you know, the answer, so to speak. I believe that the reason why a lot of people have a hard time holding those conflicting views in their heads at the same time is because it does, it's like it leaves you with the mystery. And, yeah, exactly. you know, a lot of people are not okay living. But the thing is, bro. I, we, I don't mind it. Bro, though. we live in mystery. This, this whole experience is mystical. From the actual perspective, I know scientists, they hate this kind of thinking because the, it, it's, it's not objective. It's not, you can't put well, it down on paper. But like you know for, what it for makes every individual person, life is still a mystery. You know what it also is? We also live in a world of imagination. 
We do. It's corny to say, I mean, because of the Disney thing. What are you, Willy Wonka? A world of imagination. What are you, Willy Wonka over here? You just said it. You're going to start a golden ticket in the chocolate? Or are you going to take me on an elevator ride? You're going to give me weird psychedelic drugs to make me get bigger and smaller? There was some crazy advanced chocolate factory. Are you breaking a song right now, With all this strange technology. Imagine. But he couldn't couldn't work in a way to allow the elevator spaceship to fly out without shattering. Without breaking the... It's like you didn't design a way a for that design. to leave. Like just I don't. open up a hatch, man. Like someone's got to have a button somewhere to open up a damn door. It like surely it's... wasn't symbolic of shattering some type of glass ceiling or something <laughs> like that. Probably. Yeah. Poor Charlie. Charlie the chocolate. Pack. You get nothing. <laughs> it's oh, all good. there. Black and white. Clear as crystal. Um, but yeah, you brought that up, though, man. That everything we see was Horse in someone's soft. imagination at some point. Lies or So essentially, it's a world of imagination. It is. But that imagination is as natural as the sun and the stars and the moon and the trees. And hearts being touched. Do you think this conversation will... Soften some hearts and... Yeah. Touch hearts and minds. Reach out to hearts and minds. I don't know, beautiful listeners. You tell us. Reach out. If you want to be on our, you, on our email list. This got a very philosophical, which you have been accused of multiple times. On This is a philosophy show disguised as an entertainment show. That is correct. Which point? This got very philosophical. Who's Phil and why is he so philosophical? I, I just... What, what else is there to talk about, really? No, we're almost like, two hours in, bro. You want to cut this one down? We're ready to go. This is a pretty solid uh, episode. You and me talking about all kinds of subjects that might, may or may not anger or in, enlighten some people. Who knows? I don't have an opinion, really. I, I just, don't have an opinion. I'm, I'm open to ideas. I'm just a humble musician. What do I know? I don't know nothing about nothing. What am I'm I, sage? open to hear ideas. Am I wise? I live in the mystery. I mean, I have some people told me, I mean, a lot of people. I in don't fact, take sides. There's been a lot of people told I'm me I'm not on anyone's team. One of the most smartest people they've ever met. It's amazing. I don't know why they tell me that. It's weird. I don't think I am really that smart. I, 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 it feels weird when people tell me I'm I smart. I agree with that. Because I'm like, I'm not. I'm so normal. Like, yeah, my, I know. My IQ is not that high. I mean, guys, it's not. I know I'm not 99th percentile intellect or anything no, like that. Not. I mean, the test that I took said I was 99th percentile intellect. It's fine. It's not important. It's not important. You're not. Mensa. You desperately <laughs> want to be part of Mensa. You know what, dude? There was a part of me that like felt this pride in my intellect, right? And still, know what that even to this day, whatever. I don't feel the same way I used to. I used to be so uh, cocky. Or the earnings. Like I, so, I was so condescending. Okay. Shut the hell up. The earnings of your, of your condescension is. So, what was different uh, between in the past and now? It doesn't feel like much has changed on that front. Well, I remember dropping out of. good about your intellect. I remember dropping out of college. Uh, I, it was actually calculus two, because I, I passed calculus one with flying colors. I got straight A. It was great. And that was in my 20s, and I was, I was trying to. I decided, I was like, I'm going to be an engineer because I want to make lots of money. So, what's the. And I'm smart, so what can I do? I'm like, well, I don't want to be a doctor. I want to go to medical school. Uh, I can probably get a four year engineering degree and make some fantastic money so let me do that and I you know okay we got to take a lot of math for that so I was like in calculus two, ready to hop into the higher maths and kind of go with this and like I don't want to say it broke me because I could have easily I could have easily passed that that 
that Calculus 2 class and moved on and done all these other things. But there was something about, it was like the first big major quiz I had in that class was just like, yeah, I don't, like my brain is, my body, my whole essence, my whole being is saying, this is not for you. I could do it. I can fight against that urge. And I could have gone, and I could have gotten the A, just like I always do. And I could have absorbed all that damn math knowledge in my head and become there brilliant lies there. the American... I don't know if it's American, but therein lies the, that crossroads is your reality, Yeah, I feel like. Because yeah. most people would say, that's not a decision that a responsible adult hmm. can, can decide. You just do it because you have to do it. decided that... You know what I mean? It, there's a lot of things I want to cram into my brain and a lot of smarty pants things I like, but just uh, whatever reason... Like, that wasn't for me. So, I don't know, man. I'm, but you know I, what I mean? Am I really that smart? I don't know. I that, doubt it. Like, the responsible adult ignores that and does what they need to do to make the money. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing that in my own way. I have multiple gigs here. But you know what I mean. But yeah, I do know what you mean. So, is that, is that the right thing to do? It was because I know my personality and while I love numbers, I'm just a weird on the scale dude where like, I'm just more interested in people than the average guy is like on averages. This, this is not, this is not, there's plenty of exceptions that break the rule. Essential strangers from all over the world. We have, we, you, you, cause you're on the scale too. This is why you're rare too. Cause you are also are a little rare in that you're as a, as a dude, you're sort of, your mindset is you're interested in people in general. There is something about that though, right? All these people we've talked to from all over the world, the stories and the perspective is very fascinating. One-on-one, they're all so captivating, right? Like one-on-one, every human being is beautiful in their own divine way. They've got a very, yeah. But most, most dudes tend to just not all, but like most, the average of dudes lean more into being interested in things in general. And then the average of ladies, they lean more in general into being interested in people and there are plenty of ladies who are interested in things and there are plenty of dudes that are interested in people you know there's plenty of dude nurses and lady engineers that, that I'm not saying that doesn't exist it's just they're averages whatever and this is studied in the psychological literature you don't have to like you know rail on me for saying uh, these are these are How doctors dare you yeah I know put these women into a box genders there's more than two genders man I don't know anything about women that. Love I'm not an expert too. on the gender thing I'm just saying that like there's averages that we know exist in nature and so I'm a little quirky because I'm into people more than things. And so I couldn't push my brain to get into that engineer. I mean, I can understand. I love being able to think like an engineer in, in just some key ways, like to have an engineer's mind. If you can just understand how they, just like if you can understand how a doctor thinks or understand how a lawyer thinks, it can benefit just, you. But you don't have to be the lawyer or be the engineer. You just have to understand their, I don't, their mindset a little bit. I don't understand how they think any different than anyone else. No, it's just I don't really specialized know. training will do that to your brain. Just like oh, you, you mean and the I, specialized. You brain. and I are okay, specialized I in, in. You and I have some very, very that particular skills that other people don't have. This is why we're the best at what we do. No offense to all you other competitors out there, we love you, but we're the best. And why, why we're the best? I thought there was no such thing as best. Okay, not there best. There you go, contradicting Whatever. yourself. Whatever. You know what I mean. We are the best. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Why? Like, why are we so compelling as as a, as a duo, you and me? We have a very particular skill set. Like I don't, you're assigning a lot of labels and we're making awesome. a lot of assumptions. Okay, that fine. We're not friends or anything. Really. We're not a duo. Screw you, man. Uh, I'm just saying. 
Why, like, why? Why is that? I used to think very highly of myself. I don't anymore. I'm I, the best in the world at what I do. I'm a very compelling <laughs> individual. Very compelling. Et cetera, et cetera. I just think that, um, I don't know, man, maximize your potential. How do you maximize potential? You go with nature. You well, go with why, what itself is So why apparent, is it so. that people that decide to do what they want to do mm-hmm. are ridiculed for, for it? are misunderstood and given certain labels, most of the time negative labels. There's social pressure to help to stop you from escape velocity, isn't there? And because... Feels that way. Sometimes, like someone in your circle reaching out for the stars and doing that, define the odds, it makes you think less of yourself because you didn't, you didn't take those chances, you weren't brave enough to whatever. There's some of that, there's a jealousy thing. Why do some people want to hold you back and some people want to let you fly? You know, cut those people out of your life, folks, the ones that want to hold you back and not let you be creative. Um, But yeah, you said something earlier about, well, we were been discussing, I don't know if we really encourage people or not, but we certainly tried to, like, talk about this invisible web thing and this, this nexus point. One of the things that is a key mission for us here at Inside the Sound is we want like this blossoming of musicians all over the world. Like, I, and we want to encourage. Musicians. I would venture to say that we we are trying to. Did you say support people? Yeah, it matters to us because a lot of the people that we've talked to, we saw what they were doing creatively, right? And we said to ourselves, "There's something special here, and we need to understand." how this is possible and we also need to say keep doing this this is great yeah. you know lean into it yeah be be more you and less yeah the less of the the persona that you put on for others like instead tap into what it is that is you please that's why the let's just be wild and free thing that's where that comes from yeah because when people are free that way it feels like we get the best of of the the person that's sweet so we should name this episode Wild and Free. I don't know. We should name. We should name something. We um, should call it "I I Heart Myself." You're wearing <laughs> a and I Heart Myself T-shirt. Oh man! I'm number one. I think we I think we exhausted uh, the best. all the I'm topics. Is there all the things? I don't know what else we can do. Uh, I don't to know. add into the show. I, I think now is a good time to call it. Is this a good time to call it, yeah. folks? Don't forget that uh, Mr. X. By the way, thank you for your bird question. Uh, please hit us up if you want to be in the email list. Just I mean, hit us I can a start. Send us a DM. I can start saying the names. Email just, it. Is that something you don't have to give permission? No, I don't. Do. I'm not going to give out the names. Maybe the first name. We don't need to like give the last name. We can just say it's John or it's you know whoever. Okay. It's, All right. Yeah. You know it's Tabitha or whatever the lady's name is or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, Helga or Olga or. What are, what are cool lady names that I can't think of? There's so many different names out there. Uh, There's a lot of good ones. Smithson. I don't know why I thought of that one right now. Um, Clark. Clark sounds good. What about Bruce? You, you a fan of Bruce? Bruce is a good Smithson? Smithson. <laughs> That's a name? Joe's a good name. I think Joe's one of my favorite names. That jerk average Joe is the famous, this famous guy. Anyway, folks, um, I don't know, Ryan, is there... Is there much else that we can that we can bring to this conversation? To anything else, we can close it out. Any other words of wisdom? I mean, I, I've shared a lot of Talk wisdom. An do unbridled. You, uh, do you have anything else you want to share? Journey into the unknown. Bridal journey, huh? 
Did you, uh, well, speaking of unbridled journeys, do you have anything unbridled, anything else that you want to bridle and share with us here? Any words of wisdom you want to share? Good luck. <laughs> so is it just you refuse to say your catchphrase now? Is that cause, because it is a catchphrase and it's too meta for you to say it at the end of the episode? Or do you just want to fight me on this or give me a hard time, make it difficult? I can say it too if you want me to say the thing. I'll say the thing. Let's just be wild and free, baby. I just want to give that a moment of silence to like sink org. in. Yeah, like sinking into the, into the listeners' ears. That should be a .org, I think. Let's just be wild and free, .org.com on aisle five. All right, folks. Um, man, I got to tell you, from the bottom of our hearts, uh, we love you. You know we do. Um, we are, uh, you know, I could just keep going on and on and on and on and keep talking about how, how awesome y'all are. But uh, instead, I think I'll just do what you really want, and that's to hear me singing and Ryan playing the guitar. Play the outro. Woo! It's out of town. We love you all. Bye.